What you see is God has a plan. Out of Egypt I called my son is just one small picture of how God, yes, has a plan that his people and his church will face persecution. But according to his plan, they will find protection. The following message is from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona, Ancient Faith for Today's World. January 1st, 2023. Matthew 2, verses 13 to 23. Different families have different standards for safety. You'll see what some might describe as an overly protective parent who will practically wrap their child in a bubble and make sure that their child is completely lavished and covered in antibacterial wash, send them off to school with a cautious warning and an emergency cell phone, and they'll tell all other parents that if they don't do these things, put bumper rails on their beds and so forth, that they must be a bad parent. Meanwhile, there's the other side of the argument. Those who will say that you have to let them fall down so they know how to get up and if they don't eat dirt, how will they ever learn how to survive in this life? Gotta make them tough. I'm sure there's some sane ground somewhere in between that it's really hard for parents to find. There's actually a, a lot of times where I'll sit around and I'll hear people talking about their childhood and they'll be reminiscing on the things that they, they made it through They'll talk about how their parents never put them in a five-point harness, and the parents will say, we never put our children in such protective measures. And sometimes the siblings will be gathered around in the family, and they'll be pondering about the past, and, and someone will just say in amazement, I can't believe we lived through all that, and we're still alive today. You are part of the family of God. So what is God's protection? What is his safety standard like for you as you have been adopted into the family of God and now live as God's own child? How far will he go to allow you to face danger or to be protected? What is his safety standard? Well, we'll see what family life is like with Christ as we look at God's word today recorded in Matthew chapter 2. There we see in, in Matthew 2, that family life with Christ started as, at least for Mary and Joseph, as much of a whirlwind. You can see how Mary and Joseph, as you read in Luke's gospel and Matthew's gospel, by this point have had the message from the angels, the coming birth of the Messiah, and then the lowly birth of Jesus in Bethlehem. And along with that came the, the shepherds with their news that they heard from the angels. And then finally, as they're living in a house in Bethlehem, come the Magi who bring their presents, their gifts, and they bow down and worship the newborn. Jesus, by this time, as we read in Matthew 2, is probably somewhere up to two years old, and they're living in a house in Bethlehem. And though Mary and Joseph had a lowly background, they'd have to say they knew things were exciting because they were with Christ, and they were walking with Jesus, the Messiah. But then things they found could take a very quick turn. In fact, it seems as you read just that very night after the Magi had left, God warned Joseph of the coming danger that Herod was seeking for the child Jesus in order to kill him. 
And so Joseph got up under the cover of night with his wife Mary and took Mary and baby Jesus, infant Jesus, and fled to Egypt. And you can bet that Herod, Herod was a real threat. Herod was someone who had been so paranoid of some of even his own children that he had them murdered because they threatened his position on the throne. Herod was someone who had a reputation for doing things like that. And so this was a real danger. And as we read on in Matthew's gospel, we can see in chapter 2 that Bethlehem, which probably had somewhere between 10 to 20 children that were under the age of two, male children, probably a town that size, Herod had them all killed. The threat was real. So this is what family life is like with Christ. Facing threats, dangers, even even God's son. Can you imagine Joseph thinking that? That here Mary is nursing this young baby, this boy Jesus, the one who made the world, and yet now Joseph is in charge of carrying him off to safety so he's not killed. You know, the, the devil... I'm sure didn't have any hard time looking for someone to go after Jesus and go after Jesus' family. The, the threats and the dangers that Jesus would face and his family would face are what the devil has always sought to put against the family of God. And they're real. And yes, what, what Herod did seems awful. Killing up to perhaps two dozen little children. But the heart, the human heart, does this. When our own little kingdom is threatened, we will say, whatever God might do, we don't care. We're going to go against it, and we're going to try to preserve and protect our little world. And though we might think it horrific that Herod would kill those young children in Bethlehem, think about the parents today who, either through abortion or neglect, abuse or murder their own children, And think about the millions of lives, all because someone wants to protect their own little world and their own little kingdom. And no, it's not just the people out there who are committing abortion. The sinful mind is hostile to God. When God comes into the world and intervenes, the sinful mind does not want it, but wants to stop God. That's the heart of all those who are fighting against his son. And it's the heart that we struggle against. When God's Son comes into the world, this is the response he gets. When God intervenes in the world and comes with his word, and you dare to call him king, you can expect to find trouble and persecution. The devil had no trouble finding those who would persecute Christ. He had no trouble finding those who would persecute the apostles. And the early church suffered at the hands of those who wanted them dead. And throughout the centuries, Christians suffered. And it doesn't matter whether you're spiritual heritage is different or not. For those who belong to Christ, your heritage is one of persecution. Consider whether you are from Russia or Germany or Prussia, wherever it might be, different parts of the world, Christians during the time of the Reformation were persecuted. Someone like Luther and the people before him had their lives on the line because they claimed Christ was king over and against the Antichrist. And 
about 170 years ago, there were those who were going by the name Lutheran, but were made to leave their homeland and come to America, starting what came to be the old Lutheran synods that are still around today. Persecution will come. And though you may not find yourself yet fleeing your home for the threat under your life, there still is that time when the trouble and trials will come because you confess Christ. Maybe you're putting that social media post, confessing your faith and holding to the truth, and it causes controversy. What do you do? You know, when, when Joseph heard about this news, he, he could have said, whoa, it, whoa, wait a second. If this is what it means to take on Mary as my wife and raise Jesus, I don't want any part of this. And maybe as a Christian, when, when you see that your Christian life causes controversy because you confess Christ and you see the devil going after you and you see that it becomes problematic, do you step back and say, whoa, whoa, whoa I don't want any part of that? See what family life is like with Christ? And if truth be told, I know I haven't been the best caring for my own family. Have I been the best in being a part of the family of God? Have you? Have you sometimes withdrawn from the family of God? Stepped back from being a part of it because of the hardships and the trials that come with it? Do we, do you, do I, do any of us deserve to be part of such a family? Could we remain such part of a family when we face persecution? What we see is God the Father did not withdraw his son. Instead, what we see is God the Father had a plan that his son would face even the persecution, but would face it with protection. Matthew wants you to notice what he writes here. He says, So it was fulfilled what was written, Out of Egypt I called my son. Joseph and Mary fled to Egypt in order to be safe and then were called back when Herod was dead. But Matthew wants you to see this was all part of God's plan. Joseph knew about Herod's attack before it even happened. And it was prophesied and spoken of long before it happened. In fact, we see the life of the people in ancient Israel reflected in the life of the Messiah, the son of David, and also what Israel faced and what Christ faced reflected in all of God's family, in the church. Consider how Israel was in Egypt and God called them out to be his own. He did the same with the son of David, Jesus, and called him out to carry out his plan. And God called you, part of his church, out of slavery to sin to be his own and into his sphere of protection. And when Israel left Egypt, they, they crossed through the waters and were brought to be God's own people and proclaimed to be his own. When Jesus started his ministry, he was washed in his baptismal waters and the voice spoke from heaven saying he is the son of God. And you, in your baptism, were declared to be the Son of God, washing with the Spirit in the water and the Word. And when Jesus began his ministry, he faced, much like the Israelites faced 40 years of sojourning, he faced 40 days in the wilderness being tested by the enemy. And you, as part of the family of God, will follow Christ as you sojourn in this life for a determined time as you face testing and trials. And Israel was sent prophets who did miracles, who did wonders and raised the dead. And when Jesus came, 
He did miracles and wonders, raised the dead himself, rising to life. And you, you who follow Christ in faith, will find wonders and workings as he raises your body back to life. What you see is God has a plan. Out of Egypt, I called my son is just one small picture of how God, yes, has a plan that his people and his church will face persecution. But according to his plan, they will find protection. When Joseph heard the news that Herod was dead, he was told to go back to the land of Israel. But he heard that Archelaus, Herod's son, was ruling in his place. Joseph was afraid. And yet, though it says he was afraid, he could go back, knowing fully God had a plan and protection for him and for Jesus. Archelaus was such a threat because Archelaus had been known for ruthlessly putting down a revolt. This was now about the year 4 BC, shortly after Herod died. Archelaus comes to the throne and he kills 3,000 people. Historians think that when Joseph and Mary returned, not only would they have heard about the slaughter in Bethlehem, but they would have heard about the people killed in that revolt and perhaps even seen some of those still hanging on wooden beams of torture. Joseph should have been afraid, but Joseph could confidently follow God's plan. So can you as you follow Christ. And you see, family life with Christ will involve persecution, it will involve the devil finding those who will go after you, but you will find perfect protection. Jesus would then return to Israel as Joseph brought him to Galilee, fulfilling what was spoken in scriptures, that he would live among the people in Galilee, and also fulfilled what was spoken, that he would be called a Nazarene. Though this particular prophecy isn't recorded in one of the prophets we have, it evidently was well known, or it may simply mean he would have a, a very lowly life. Jesus of Nazareth was called that in derision. And he lived a lowly life as they persecuted him. And Jesus survived the attack of Herod so he could stand before another one of Herod's sons. And that other son of Herod would ridicule and mock him. And his soldiers would bow down before him, mocking him, and the, the court would mock him as king. And he would be mocked as Jesus of Nazareth above the cross. But Jesus did this so you could be part of his family and so that you could be secure with Jesus, your brother, in his kingdom. He took the price of our sin, freed us from every danger by his taking our place. That's why he came to face the dangers with persecution, but perfect protection. Remember, he said, don't you know I could call on my father and he would send legions of angels? Jesus was secure, knowing the plan would be fulfilled, knowing that after he had paid for our sins, he would rise to life and that all of God's family who trust in him would be safe with him forever. Now you see what family life with Christ is like. Yes, there will be dangers, there will be attacks, there will be great persecutions. And whatever threats you might face, whatever the devil might throw at you, whatever he might do, even trying to take your life, you can know that along with persecution, you have perfect protection. And can you picture it? As we follow Christ, 
and he calls us out of this world to be in his perfect, safe, and secure kingdom forever. Christ, our brother, will be there, and all the family of God will be gathered around. And, and can you picture this as we are sitting together, the brothers and sisters in Christ, and we're reminiscing on the past, and we're pondering all that we had gone through in our lives, and saying with a, a laugh, I can't believe we lived through all that. And we're still alive today. This is what family life with Christ is like. Persecution, followed by and accompanied always forever with his protection. <laughs>